As some of you will be aware, it's been a while since Commander Palantir has ventured out anywhere in space, let alone bother to visit his friends out here at the orbital. Well, that'll change earlier this week when the Galeone ship was unexpectedly closed down a day early, which meant that he could put his best frilly penny in for washing, finally stop being such an embarrassment and help out with Too Hot Too Messy. He's gone back into whatever hole he crawled out of right now, but he did leave behind his diary, which, obviously, we are going to read out so as to cause maximum shame. His words are spoken by a truly terrible actor. Dear Diary, I think it was January this year when I last sat in my python, the Carol Cleveland. Despite that, the smell from the water recycling plant still hasn't dissipated, meaning that I'll have to spend the entire journey with my remlock on again. I think someone's having me on about the so-called problems with the Thargoids. I mean, when I arrived to look at my ship in the hangar, there were sparks flying about the place, sirens going off, and there seemed to be a right kerfuffle. But the moment I entered the ship and sat down, it was all calm, gleaming, and not a sign of anything green-coloured. I'll admit that I was a bit rusty and that I'd completely forgotten where the handbrake is on one of these things, but after a nice word with someone who sounds a lot like Captain Kirk, I was outside the station wondering where to go. Somehow, I managed to plot a course for Hutton, the ship's not been there for a while, but it knows where home is, so I could just let it have its head and sit back and doze. A gantry flying past my cockpit brought me out of my reverie, and I realised that I'd instinctively dropped out far too close as usual, but Pad 3 was available. As was Cubicle 3, luckily. Good old Hutton Orbital. Some things never change, and without a lack of decorating budget, I'm not surprised. Wonders is still open, despite the nasty rashes, the Rotunda is still not a safe place at night, and Studio 5 is still in a similar place to where it was before the explosion. I'm waiting for the other crew to arrive, but in the meantime, there's a note on the desk from Van Tien. It says, in case of script shortage, press button. OK, here goes. Our mics are live. Good evening, everyone. I'm Harry Balzac, and until the authorities manage to work out where I am, I shall be your host for this evening. I'm Wilma Fingerdo, and I ain't a grass, so I ain't saying nothing. I'm Mia Harkness, and with my rap sheet, um, I think I'm just going to hide. I'm Wank Air, and they wouldn't dare touch me. They just wouldn't. I'm Norma Struckers, and Pan, need I say more? And I'm Sandy Crevice. I'm already on the phone, I'm just being put through to the relative department, so once we are one presenter short a bit later on, you can thank me then. I'm just going to hide behind these convenient headlines. Palantir's Palantir refuses to come unstuck. Large pad leaves locals livid. Too Hot, Too Messy, Update, Week 21. Mr. Washi does the dirty. Beaver, to save mankind from hairy situation. Cleaning up the streets. Be careful where you park. 
In the Hutton BGS, Wolf 25 goes tits up in a big bust. Correspondents have been corresponding. The illustrious Commander Palantir became entangled in a tricky situation at Eddie Lee Wise's boutique on the parade at Hutton Orbital earlier today. He tried on a new helmet model in preparation for his much vaunted return to space adventuring after a hiatus where he worked as a cook in a burger hauler. Our intrepid hero struggled to get the aforementioned helmet onto his home until he finally had to be assisted by one of Mr Wise's sons and his daughters and a mallet. Once on, he complained that it was a bit snug, despite the attending staff all commenting on how well it suited him. He declined Mr. Wise Jr.'s suggestion that he wear it out of the shop, and instead asked if his helmet could be removed due to the incredible pressure on his skull, and as his nose was now blocking the view from his left eye. There followed an impassioned and sustained attempt to remove the offending item of head joy from Palantir's Palantir, with the wise brothers pulling and the hatless commander's legs, while the wise sisters focused on his helmet. In the end, not even Mr. Wise Sr.'s attempts to loosen it up with a blowtorch could shift the crushing head protector and only succeeded in singeing the prisoner's ostentatious ear hair, filling the limited space inside it with a smell of burning hair, which in turn led to a sneezing fit. Finally, after a trip to the infirmary, Nurse Wyeth was able to use medical-grade butter to remove Palantir from his confinement to the accompaniment of a loud popping noise and three pints of sinus fluid splashing onto the infirmary floor. Commander Palantir has since been diagnosed with having a massive heat, described by Nurse Wyeth as looking like a snowball on a toothpick. He has also been directed to buy future head coverings from the Big and Pretty section. the Brewer Corporation have submitted a controversial planning request today for Hunton authorities to add a large pad to the station. A spokesperson for Brewer said, Although the medium pad was large enough for us to park a python on, it just does not have the facilities to support the larger ships needed to keep up with the demand for tritium. It makes sense to add just one large pad to the orbital and... Oh, in an executive lounge and a gift shop, obviously. Uh, maybe some fancier shops and, and would it kill you to build a decent restaurant in this place? Since the introduction of fleet carriers, the demand for tritium has skyrocketed. <laughs> skyrocket, skyrocket. Refinery stations have been overrun by demands for the new wonder fuel and this heralds a move by Brewer to streamline the extraction and supply. Brewer Corporation are not without controversy. The fleet carrier manufacturers initially sold their megaships to commanders coated in paint, which did not survive jumps through witch space, resulting in paint crews having to accompany early models everywhere and providing brightly coloured retrieval wallets instead of escape pods to seal themselves inside in the event of a crash. These later turned out to be badly disguised body bags. Hutton locals have begun a sit-in protest outside of the Brewer Corporation office in an effort to force the company to reconsider their plans amid fears that the large pad would change the fundamental cheerful grottiness which defines the station and its inhabitants. One yokel said, 
If they had a large pad and put a Type 9 on it, then the station would tip over and we'll slide down in one end. Another commented. We don't like incomers. They have strange ways. A spokesman for Red Planet Taxi Service, a budget travel company based on the station, was more optimistic, saying, That's a great idea. If we could hog a large landing pad with one of our haulers, it would make our drivers feel really good about themselves. It would be great advertising for the company. Bring it on. He then ran off by locals with pitchforks and flaming torches. And this reporter's thought, get your tritium somewhere else. It's bound to be nicer and you're less likely to get food poisoning or, or gangrene. Also, why do they have pitchforks on a space station? Too hot, too messy has been going for 21 weeks. Can you believe it? Not but our total deliveries are sitting at 45,500 mugs and gin. We had a good week last week, but clearly some have overdone it on the labian brandy, sprouts and mince pies are nodded off in the chair, so we're down by a third. Remember, doing sprout farts in your armchair and blaming it on the dog might be fun, but it's no cure for mugs. Every mug counts, and also, you may just win a real mug by taking part. What do you get from Tharg, eh? Other than a lingering burning smell and maybe a trip to the rebuy agent. Five new commanders have joined the effort this week, taking the number to 269 participants. Two new squadrons are represented, increasing the number taking part to 85. And of course, more are always welcome. Naturally, Hutton are blazing their own mug for across the bowl with less green goo and fire than Thar, collectively delivering over 19,000 seasonal mug and gin gift sets. The winged hazards are still in second with almost 2,300 muggings and the paladins are holding third with over 1,500. The Bockyball Racing Club have moved up to fourth with almost 1,300 muggings. Thanks to Shay Blackwood's seasonal spurt. Yes, we see you in the chat. That dull guy in the green Christmas combat sweater is still out in front with almost 3,900 mugs and gin delivered. Some say that he's been doing lots of ground combat week this week in Almazra. Waller81 is in second place with over 3,300, but he's been caught by Nem, we see in the chat also. Pushing 3,200 in third. As predicted last week, Shay Blackwood smashed down the door of the 1000 Club to the cry of FBI open up and the club now has its eighth member. How do we know all this? Because it's tracked by the Marvel that is the Hutton Helper and updated live on the Too Hot Too Messy event page at hot.forthemug.com forward slash hot mess two. Apart from the glory alone there is an additional incentive in the form of the chance to win a real world handle the right way up velcro free mods for renting Hutton Mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in a week will be entered into that week's draw to win a real Hutton mug. Unless, of course, you already have one, in which case you'll already have been immunised against mods. 20 commanders have accomplished this so far, so you can see a little golden mug next to their names in the top commander's table. And keep listening this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. If you had delivered 10 mugs and gin in a week, you'd have racked up 210 next to your commander name. And if you haven't, pull your finger out of whichever 
orifice it is blocking and jump to it. How do I join in the fun I hear you ask first? Well, you need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com forward slash download and your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Amazon. No, by Antarius Fusion's genetically altered bionic hamsters. Local oaf Cecil B. Trumpington has had to invest in a new Mr. Washy laundry robot after leaving a hip flask, thankfully empty, inside one of his tweed jackets. It is believed that the foreign object became entangled in Mr. Washy's machinery, causing the laundry bot to strip a bearing and send tiny metal balls ricocheting into each other, delicate parts of its workings. In turn, Mr. Washy, famous for his trademark catchphrase, I am Mr. Washy, give me your socks, developed a severe case of indigestion and deposited the whole mess on the floor of Cecil's apartment. Bogbot Incorporated will provide a range of household machines to deal with the more mundane or unsavoury household tasks have provided a replacement unit complete with Galweb connection. They did not comment on why a Mr. Washy would need advanced network capabilities other than to confirm that it was only allowed to use this for good things. They have compensated Mr. Trumpington for loss of one vintage tweed jacket with a selection of miniatures sewn into the lining, a pair of rare polonium-infused glow-in-the-dark socks, a Union Jack hanky, two cravats and a sequined thong stroke eye patch from a particularly racy evening at Wonders. As it waddled its way out to the truck, the old Mr. Washy was heard to mutter, I did it on purpose. I couldn't face another pair of his pants. And next, news from the natural world. Naturalists, not naturists because that would change the entire tone of this article, are campaigning for the return of a much-loved and necessary part of Earth's biodiversity. Beaver. Long extinct on Earth, for centuries the public have complained that the absence of beaver on parts of old Earth where it once was abundant is a travesty that should be addressed. Whilst the night shift, many of whom are American heritage, have plenty of beaver on their adopted planets. The day shift, hailing from what's left of the United Kingdom, don't have any. With rising sea levels, climate change, yes, in, in 3308 we have all accepted that it was a it was bad idea and meant places like London sunk under the waves and Birmingham had to be renamed Birmingham on sea. Wild weather patterns and flash floods are a problem. And the easiest solution is well in this case it, it's not technology. It's beaver. Beavers love messing about with and munching on wood which of course helps with rivers and flooding. Not sure what you thought we meant, but wash your brain out with soap. And dead meat, keep your hands where we can see them. Plus, just about everyone likes a little beaver. Or, or wood. Or, or both. Anyway, we support this important, natural way to stop much of the rest of the planet Earth turning into Venice, thus pushing the prices up in all of the restaurants and empowering anyone with a bow, a long stick and a stripy top to, to try and sleep with their passengers and charge a fortune for the privilege. 
the authorities have been getting tougher on crime, and the uh, latest misdemeanor to have a harsher penalty is illegal parking. If you leave your SRV parked in the wrong place in a settlement, the chances are that when you return, you won't find a little plastic bag under the wipers with a note from one of those patrols that just love to scan you five times on the same street and whisper HALT in a tiny voice in the hopes that you won't hear them and they get an excuse to use their class 5 genital compensator to blast you. No, you won't find something on the windscreen. You'll more likely find that your windscreen is on various buildings and crates close to where you'd parked, along with bits of engine, items from your glove box, and one wheel spinning for lowly. It's the convention. This is advice that Commander Yellow Hauler would have appreciated the other day when he left his SRV on what he thought was a safe street, in what looked like a deserted settlement. He was just minding his own business, quietly looting, being a picker-up of unconsidered trifles, when there was the faintest of electronic hums. A brief zap, followed by an all-too-brief lighting up of the sky, as his SRV added to the entropy of the universe by rearranging its molecules over half the base. Luckily, Yellowhauler was inside a building, so he didn't get instant sunburn. And it doesn't mean he sorry, and it does mean that he didn't actually get to see the incident. But our money is on the new traffic warden skimmers that have become the bane of so many. Well, we can't call them pilots if they're on foot, so let's just say if they're in the Empire, they're called Imperial Walkers. The Flying Wardens, which can easily be distinguished by the yellow band around the top and the look of inner sadism, have been known to hide around the corner just waiting for walkers to get out of sight before blowing up their transport. They do have the choice of calling for the transport to take your SRV to the nearest compound, but they reckon that blowing them up involves less paperwork. Thanks to Apex Taxis, Yellow Hauler was able to fly back to his ship with uh, no damage to anything but his self-confidence and his bank balance. But let this be a lesson to those of you who wish to leave your SRVs with one wheel on the curb, or blocking the driveway out of the landing pad, that it always helps to keep a spare power core in your back pocket, ready just in case you need to keep the power on, and just in case the scavengers are pleased to see you. Of course, it could have been the scavengers, we don't think they'd do with anything like that. Things in Hutton space have settled to a more normal state since the start of Farg Boys on the Pissed Buster Tentacle Buster Bubble Binge. You Know Where is still not in the bottom three. We have a large bust to deal with, and our neighbour from hell is at it again in Avic. More and those stories coming up. Poor little Avic is this week's low system on the pole, struggling on 31, and reeling from two wars in two weeks, is finding itself besieged by a serious corporation yet again for the third week in a row. No sooner have they fought off the minions of the rich bloke with the quiff and the nice exploration bonus, than they're back at it again just one day after cooldown. Some folks just don't seem to get the message and must love losing. And they're currently one down in this latest war. Second lowest system on the poll this week is Epsilon Indy on 33%. And with no conflicts in progress or pending, now is an excellent time to boost our most popular system. A point above Indy is Ross 671 on 34. Our war is in progress, but the system is also in boom, so we should see an improvement in the week. 
It's become increasingly odd each week to say why Barnard's star isn't our worst system. But it is fourth from worst on 35, recovering from the infrastructure failure afflicting it last week. Well done to those truckers who shipped in stuff to make a redonkulous profit. Bravissimo to the truckers that shipped in food supplies to bonkers in Wolf 25. It cured the famine but has left the system with a very large bust. Lend a hand, or even two, to boost the system and lift the bust. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have only four systems above 60%. Snuggles is crying into his mulled wine as we expanded into La Rochelle. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Epsilon Indy and boost Wolf 25 to relieve the bust. If you want to shoot something, fight off Sirius in Avic again. This week we have two articles from our correspondents. Firstly, from HS5060. Good evening, truckers. It's just 5060 reporting in with this week's update from the Thargoid War. Humanity has much to celebrate as Haxwing alongside what is being called the Oya Battle Group defended Munchkins. Sorry, Muchihiks. Liliung Huang and Hip8525. Also good news, Mu Dujis is the first system in this war to be fully restored, meaning that we've taken a major step in containing the Thargoid Maelstroms. Special commendations to Commander Quadrivium Resonance for racking up 610 kills this week, and to Commander Sarsura who achieved 425 kills. Haxwing salutes you both for such incredible numbers and the effort you put in to defend humanity. Adding to the good news, truckers, both galactic community goals were completed, bringing the new gimbaled enhanced axe multi cannon to production for us to pew pew the Thargoids even better. Your orders for this week, Haxwing, will be to defend Hope Huel, HIP 11111, and Yamako near the Oya Maelstrom alongside Canon Lab 69. And our allies, sorry, alongside Cannon Lab 69 and our allies in the battle group. Combat and evac pilots will be needed to defend these systems. Good luck out there, truckers, and see you on the front lines. Follow Mog! And W. Togao is proud to present Watton Haas, reading. Twas the night before Christmas. I'm not a little bit late, but never mind. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the fleet, all the mortars were humming an enemy to greet. The weapons retracted, the peacefulness rare, in hopes that Thargoids would shortly be there. The bridge crew were nestled all snug in their seats, while twinkles of far stars danced in their heads. And Tog in his vet and I in my chief had just settled our brains for a long winter's grief. When out in the black there arose such a roar, I sprang from the cabin and flew across the floor. Away to the cockpit I flew like a flash, strapped on my harness and ready to dash. 
The moon on the breast of the hard frozen ice gives the lustre of midday to objects not nice. When what to my wondering eye should appear but a monstrous interceptor with eight arms of fear. With a little old swarm so lively and fast, I knew in a moment it might be my last. More rapid than eagles, his swarm on there came, and he roared and bellowed and doused us with flame. Now talk, now copy, now Siraka and Rhino, on Exile, on Stilesy, on Dozian, on Ozzy. To the top of the planet, to the top of the dock, now dash away, dash away, dash away, flock. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when swarm meets with an obstacle, they mount to the sky. Set up in the dock, top the thargs warm their flow, with the scouts full of caustic and cyclops went too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the comms the banging and plosions of foul caustic bombs. As I piled in my thrust and was turning around, so the black mad cyclops came with a bound. He was dressed all in caustic from one arm to t'other, and his hull was all tarnished with shot tracks and spatter. A roll of his hull and a fierce battle roar soon gave us to know he we must be ready for more. It spoke not a word, but went straight to its work and fired all its missiles, then turned with a jerk, and laying our aim just up from its beak, and giving a nod, our assault it did peak. It spun to advance, to its swarm gave a roar, and our ghost cannon spoke to show beast the door. As it died in a blaze of caustic, it moaned, ere fading from sight, we say happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. I thought you deserved a cheer there, Flossie. You, you started. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you, yeah, you were making out that you were ill. You couldn't do anything. Oh no, I can't breathe. I'm coughing all the place. Once you get the bit between your teeth, then you don't <laughs> stop. Oh, now you see you're going for sympathy now. <coughs> you're making me cough. I'm making me laugh. <laughs> But look, look, the, the two of you with that, the two of you with that noise, and the other two, you fuck off. Somebody yes. shoot that bird. <laughs> well like done, Helen. This well one done. Later. Sounds like a cockatoo. <laughs> no, just the one. Mm. Ah. Good evening, oh, everyone. Mm. Well done. That was, that was only a seam or all the seams in that were entirely my fault. So, yes. There and they'll be, be fun in the edit. Yeah, absolutely. And but now I've got to edit out the bit that says it'll be fine in the edit because it make it won't seem seamless now. Oh, I'll be fine no, in you've the got edit. to edit in the bits you missed as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll be fine in the edit though. I'll be fine in the edit, won't it? It will be fine yeah, in the edit. Time. Yeah, I'll be fine in the edit. Last time I bollocks it up, I did. It was, it was fine. It, yeah. yeah, well, you know. In the edit, 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 edit. And it should be should, should be finished and ready to publish by Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Maybe next yeah, I never said what month. Next week at the latest. I'm hoping it'll be this year. Give us a month. <laughs> month? No, sorry, it's not not one of those chants. No, sorry. What? Yeah, we're doing one of those weird states where this week, this month, and this year are all the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
This is the last show of the year. It's the last yep. show of the year. Yeah, it is. It's the last, last show. Well. The last show of the year. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Still not an excuse for that. I'm sorry. Well, I killed the conversation. <laughs> it's the last show of today. No, there might be another one later. It's the only show of today. Mm, yeah. We hope. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well... Hello everyone. How with how's uh, devil has everybody been? How did they survive over Chrissy Mintz and Miss Well, by falling asleep in the armchair and the the usual way. The dog. I've mm. got a dog. Yeah, the usual way. Reduces yeah. amounts of alcohol. Must be done. Lovely brisk walk on the beach with the dogs. Best thing is to blame on next door's food. dog. Yeah. Everybody's grateful. The dog's grateful. Yeah, They're grateful. Smell fast from grateful. next door. It must be. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh. God. <laughs> oh God. So yes. that one sounded like a drum. <laughs> Clever. So, anyone see the live stream? Nope. Hey, nope. Okay. There you wasn't know. one, was there? Wasn't one. No, there, there wasn't one. one. That's why nobody saw it. If yep. you'd watched the last one. Next one is, uh, is it 12th of January something, or 19th, yeah, 19th, 19th, 19th of January, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, if you lost, watched the last one where Arf was, oh my God, surprised. The Shatner yes. pants, he was wearing the Shatner pants, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yes. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said it would be well into the new year. And as Fossey just said, it's the 9th. And, and so, their so we're going to have to wing it for yeah. three more weeks. Well, their Twitch drops finished, as did ours yesterday. So not well, that it did yes. any good because we weren't broadcasting yesterday, but yes. It's, it, they only work on a day with um, 1 to 28 in them. So we are 29. Mm. Uh, so February should be all right. Yeah. So they're resetting them on the first of each month rather than the day after the previous set fall over. I think the answer is yes. I don't really I, understand I think the, the answer that's yes. I'm not entirely sure myself. So I'm, I'm sure they'll explain. Um, we, we we all like heavenly bodies, don't we? Yes, mostly. Yeah. Um, do we like standing outside in the cold, looking at heavenly bodies? Oh, less do we? Well, if they get not, the not, open, not yes. since she took out that restraining order. There's Mrs. Simpson down the road at the newsagents, particularly. <laughs> anyway, um, so tonight, did you see the the family of planets? The family gathering tonight? No? Yes? No? No, no well, I've no. cloudy. The sky was covered in cloud. Uh, we had a few few brief gaps in the cloud. I saw I saw Mars and Jupiter. Um, oh, nice. I saw Mars. I can but, see it. What? And I saw I saw Venus, but not at the same time. And Mercury, I've never seen. You see Uranus? Yeah, Me Mercury's tough. Mercury is Mercury. really tough. You know, yeah. Patrick Moore. You know, Pat, remember him? Andrew yeah, Patrick yeah, Moore? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he stuff. swears he never saw Mercury. He said, I've never seen it. It's plausible. Plausible. Yeah. I've never seen it. Um, you have to really set out to try for Mercury and have a little bit of luck on your side and be at the right time of... Did, did you manage to get a glimpse of Uranus? Yeah, try to avoid yeah. that one over Christmas. It's not a pretty yeah. sight. You have to be quite um, flexible for that one. Hmm. Mm. You need binoculars, really. Yeah, um, yeah. or something. Uh, or an endoscope. Anyway, or a mirror. Tonight. Yeah, a mirror. Tonight. And mm -hmm. um, night shift can look away now. Uh, but tonight was the last time you will be able to see 
Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune in one view. This at the year? same time for 18 years. Well, that's been... not that long. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully in 18 years it'll well, be... it depends how old be... you are, really. Hopefully in 18 years it'll be a clear night. We'll get seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd have to I'd figure out what the date is. Better luck next time, planets. Yeah, 29th of December in you know, the yeah. a westerly coming off the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, up this... up in Scotland, all you're really going to see is clouds over Uranus. Yeah, a cloudy yeah. Yes. Unless, of course, it's all cleared up. <coughs> Do you remember what happened last Christmas? Oh no, Kesinix uh, actually worked it out. He's yeah, I remember. I, I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do this year? Why I thought I'd be getting. Yeah, what are you going to do this year, Emilia? Well, it's just cobbled together from cracker jokes. Yeah. I'm going to give it to someone <laughs> special. Oh, that's nice. Well, what, what happened? What happened last Christmas? Apart from giving away all those hearts and three. Two, one. Look, launch. Got the Light the rocket. Yeah, do you remember that? What was that? Christmas? I do. It was Christmas morning last year that the it was just, the just wonderful space telescope went up. Oh, yes, so it was. The, 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 the telescope that should not be named due to the attitudes of the person it's named after. Hmm. That's the one. Or, or the attitudes of of current the current. Um, oh, is that the James Webb Telescope? Yes, that's yeah. the one. To, yeah, yes. The current vintage attitudes. Um, yeah, James Webb went up a year ago. It's been like, poof, that was quick. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all that, all that thing. Yeah, it was like Christmas Day, wasn't it? And it, Yeah, it was. And it was there was lots of worry, will it get up? And then will it? How, you know, how far do you reckon this? I mean, I know, I know it's only got, what is it? You, you get, what do you get on a roll of film? It's like 36. Do you think they've... They've how many how many shots have they used? We've seen like I've three, seen at least we? seven or eight. Right, yeah. okay. So a like, couple of them were double exposed though. So. But they're like a like a third the way through the roll of film now. So mm. unless they didn't wind it on properly at the beginning, and you might get like 30, 37. And then they'll need to in, bring it sometimes back. even thirty nine if you if they're they generous the whole, when they, they need, yeah put it in the canister. You can't take it out. You can't take the the film out of your. Oh, the can it's dark up there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, can they not just have they got to take the whole thing into like uh, super snaps or somewhere? Or well, no, Jessup's, it's like the... Jessup's still do film, don't they? It's yeah, like they the, yeah, uh... you can take the whole thing into Jessup's. Jessup's, it's like the princess sitting outside boots, boots sobbing. Boops. Some no, boots. Day, boots. my prince will come. <laughs> Kesnick was right. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, the old ones are the oldest. Uh... <laughs> Yes. Anyway, what week is it this week? Tuesday. Week. It's Green Room what? Week. Oh. Oh. Yes. It's not just the last show of the month. It's the last show of the last month. So it makes it the last. It's the last. It's the last. It's the last show, green room it's the last the show year, today, I think. Is it the last the last, of the year? last chance? Saloon. We hope so. Yeah, last chance. Saloon. We really hope so. I know you've warned me before. <laughs> anyways so uh so what what do people have to do but i would suggest they go and get a copy of team speak and then do something with it what should, i don't know what to do with it what do they do with it 
Oh, what's the server? It's, is it hot dot for the mug dot com? No, smack. No. Nope. No. 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 Okay. Is it ts.forthemug.com? Oh, right, yeah, got that perfectly now, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not a website, is it? No, 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 no. no, no. no. What is it's it? It's a TeamSpeak uh, server. It's a TeamSpeak server. And Border Reaver, Jackman and Retired Navy IT1 have already worked that out, and they are lurking. Yeah, they Ooh, were, they all the lurk. Oh, lurking. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. I like, I we'll, like give you, we'll give everybody warning at the end if they want to move off of Twitch and move into TeamSpeak <laughs> so that they can talk or to us. Or if you just want to move off of Twitch. To be fair, they're hedging the bets, aren't they? Because Border Reaver, Jackman and oh, Retired Navy IT are actually different rooms. Yes. Different green rooms. So. Oh, yeah, well, there's noisy rooms and oh, quiet oh, rooms. Oh, they're, 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 they're all going now, Bellwind Dark. It's not for a while yet. It's not for a while. Yeah. That forty minutes all the good stuff. My, my guess. They're yeah, multiplying. Yeah, no don't, listen, they're don't listen to both audio streams simultaneously. Multiplying. That will confuse even more They've than got chills usual. too. Yeah. Moving on. They're multiplying. Moving on. Right. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got some buttons to press. I got some buttons press. Let's see if this works. Well, um, in case you ha haven't spotted it on Twitter Armor or GalTube or something. Our very favourite, one of our very favourite artists, I wouldn't say very favourite because that makes everybody else upset, doesn't it, Draxa? Everybody else, one of our very most favouritest artists, Beetlejude, the the other half of Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. The one that isn't Wotherspoon, that is. Yeah, she guess is, what she yeah. is, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a clue. Uh, she did uh, an advent calendar. Not one of those ones with a bit this. of chocolate behind... Uh, oh, I was looking forward to the chocolate. No, I had an advent calendar and it, it actually had a little um, jar of spice mix between, behind every single one. I got 24 jars of completely different spice mixes. Some to go with banana bread, some to go with coffee, uh, uh, some very strange things, but it's quite nice. Anyway, I digress, well, of course. Have you, mm. have you seen the, uh, the Eaton um, advent calendar? It's 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 like an ordinary advent calendar, but all the doors are open by your daddy's <laughs> friends. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, oh, no, I've got a button for vomiting. Sorry. <clears throat> I'll just have to do it live. <clears throat> anyway, so here we go. Look, if I put that on, that should work. So, so I'm working through each day from the first. Uh, let's do this. And, and obviously, because of the way that Twitch works, you'll be seeing oh, this a few seconds behind. Oh, and they're all absolutely pretty. brilliant. Ooh, look at that one. Ooh. I stole mm. these from her Twitch. Not Twitch. Oh, her... Commander Jameson's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. nice. Of course, all of our reactions on the audio stream are yeah, yeah, completely out of the video on the stream. So. Just keep they're, they're, and they're, all, they're all brilliant, so just sit so it be oh, that's a nice one. Yummy yeah. noises. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's legless. Is that a Lego, lass? Yeah. There's a star guy in there. That's a scary That is scary. Oh, look at the green one. Look at the green. Yes. Hey, this is going to be great fun for you to edit. Oh, See if you can right? shift us back about 10 seconds and it'll oh, be Oh, look at the brown one. <laughs> oh, look, that's very, very common. No, that, that, that was Mia. I've been trying to organise this, yes. Oh, it's a it's the bat signal. Eagle, it's a smashed yeah. eagle. It's the bat signal. 
It's could it, is that Hutton? Could it be Hutton? It's the wrong shape. It's the wrong shape. That's that's definitely Can anybody count? I don't oh, know where I'm up to. Oh, that's a space cactus things. Oh, the there's, there's one space waffles. There's one coming up that looks to me like a a, a front it's cover like of a nineteen fifty nineteen fifties um space sci-fi. Look at that nineteen fifties sci-fi. That is awesome. Yeah, but it's quite a good rendition of the mm. uh, Guardian. Mm. Yeah, the Sentinels. Mm. Sentinels. Yeah. And there's, there's one, we'll, there's we'll another the one. arch in the background. Yeah, one in uh, Los Angeles coming up in a couple. Let me bring on. Oh, look at that. It's the Los Angeles one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one Los of Angeles. David's holiday photos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a dredger. And she did this every. She did these every day. It's absolutely fantastic. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can touch the stars. It's and the I cosmic think, parrot. Yes, this this one is the last one. Oh, I wait for it to catch up. Job. Oh. Yeah. And that looks like a. Oh yeah. Picture of my Christmas. As a as a little treat. Uh, yeah, let's back practice that. What what um, Jude also did was a, a video sh um, sped up of her drawing each one. And I thought it would be nice just to see one of them. So this is the from from the twenty fourth, and this is about three and a half minutes. If anybody needs to go for a wee. Hello there. Today's Christmas bank. Eve. Christmas Eve. I'm probably really busy wrapping presents right now. I'm panicking about making food and things. But right now, a day or two before, I am not. I am enjoying thinking about computer games. And this is my last advent calendar window and my last picture. And it's a Thargoid destroyed megaship. We're seeing an awful lot of things destroyed by Thargoids. We're seeing a lot of this greenish cloud at the moment. The recent game developments have led to these eight maelstroms. The maelstroms are... Uh, great big swirling gas clouds with, we assume, a, a mega powerful Thargoid hive ship at the centre, surrounded by lots of Thargoid ships. Although we're not sure, we don't know. But yeah, there's eight of these, these centre points of the Thargoid invasion. And the eight strongholds have all got like 30 odd systems that they've attacked surrounding them. So you've got uh, several different system states. You've got the alert system where you'll see the non-human signal sources in the system. And you'll sometimes see an Orthrus in your, your Thargoid signal sources. They have different levels. L level one, you might see some, I don't know, gas cloud and wreckage and perhaps one scout or something. And it goes all the way up through the levels until you, you can expect to see maybe even a Hydra, which is the really boss Thargoid interceptor and a, a few scouts and maybe a a Medusa or a Basilisk in there, really, really very deadly right up there. But you've got a level four, and in these alert systems, the level four non-human signal source can have um, an Orthrus in it. Its role is to get information about systems and to prepare it for attack by the Thargoids. So people are focusing on these systems and shooting down these Orthruses. The Orthruses have uh, seeded these systems with little Thargoid sensors, which are weird little wibbly nuggety things, and it'll collect those. And you can drop into these signal sources and see it collecting those little sensors to take back its information to Thargoid High Command or whatever. Um, you've also got the invasion systems and the controlled systems, systems where we've lost the battle. Presently, as I'm talking now, the Thargoids are in control of 208 solar systems. 
this is not good. This is quite a lot. They're in the process of invading 59 at the moment, but they control 208. That's a lot of places where people can't live now, and quite a few of those systems need people evacuating from. So it's very, very busy at the moment in the galaxy. Uh, we have one system at the moment that has been recovered from the Thargoids. So yay us, go us. <laughs> we'll get there. There's some very skilled people with their shooty shooty cannons out there and they know what they're doing. I should probably mention about the picture. It's it's big there. <laughs> it's big uh, as a canvas. A bit of painting which I quite enjoy and it's been hanging around for ages and I keep meaning to finish and I thought Do you know what I'll try and get this done. I like this one because the light is shining through the, the destroyed habitation rings of the megaship and it casts its own shadow and it just looks spectacular I think this screenshot did. So I thought I would copy that and I enjoyed it very much. So thank you for watching and I, I, I will probably do more pictures at some point in the new year. Thank you. Bye. And that was good, wasn't it? Brilliant. Oh, that, that was good, yeah. That was nice. amazing. Yeah. Enjoyed that. And I couldn't tell what it was until the end. <laughs> well, I did no, ask I you was, if you could... I'm... No, I didn't ask you if you could tell what it was yet. <laughs> yeah, just... No, don't. Don't, yeah, funny. don't, don't go there. No. Too soon, too soon. Actually, if you get it in the edges and just kind of flip it up and down a wee bit, it dries quicker. That's true of so many things. Give it a bit of a wobble. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I do have a, I do actually do have a, a thing from Volcarius here, which I I haven't been looking at. So bear with me. Uh, if there's a bear with you, I'm not surprised you're not looking at the email. Yeah, mm. do, I'd, talk, I'd be just, looking at the just, bear and backing just, away carefully. Just keep talking while I see if I can make this work. Hang on. So Flossie, too hot, too messy. Do we have a winner this week? Who's won a mug? Yes. The uh, mug winner is Flattened Six Green. Hang on, you have to wait after the drum roll. Flattened. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Flattened Six Gravy Two. Drum roll. <laughs> Flattened Gravy. There we go. Right, I'm just, I'm just experimenting with. Let me. This may or may not work. This may or may not be an entire seam. Oh, it's working, but of course we don't have any sound. Of Why not? Why not? Because it's only a browser, and well, I don't know. Oh, hang on. Hit the unmute button. Ooh, it's a video. Mm. Oh, oh, hello. Have we got a video? Have we got a video? Is it beta max? Showing your eggs there. Mm. Young ones, wasn't it? Yeah. Episode called Video Nasty, I think. Mm. It's all gone. No, it is gone, but. Oh. Yeah. Quiet, I, could, I could try downloading it and put it on later, but. We should have somebody talk us through what's happening. Somebody may yeah, be just talking just you through what's in here and get him to narrate it. Yeah, but he's going to be. It's, well, I suppose he'd be watching it. He can narrate it at the speed 
that he'll see it, but not, but not at the speed everybody else would see it. <laughs> not at the speed I'll see it. And if he's, if he's, he's going to narrate it fifteen seconds in the future. It's both on to the editing. We'll have to apply a temporal adjustment. Yeah, so it, but just uh, a temporary temporal adjustment. Just yeah. something, something your temple. Not a permanent temporal adjustment. Just a temporary temporal adjustment. Yeah. Let me just. He's making a mess of that, Authorus. Yeah, there's a lot of smoke coming off of that, isn't there? Mm. Mm. It's bad for tell smoking like, like that. Certainly mm. mm. hasn't stunted its growth. It hasn't got a Well, growth. they are only little. <clears throat> Keep talking. Oh, Jones. <clears throat> we're enthralled. Oh, we didn't see it pop. I'm down. I'm downloading it, but I don't know. Since I don't have super super speed. There we go. Yeah. Nice. Well, that was that was that was fun. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. That was good. Well, apart right. from the flower guy. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Let's see. If yeah, that's... it's not meant to be fun for flowers, then. That's my download is finished. Hang on. Bear with. I can do this. I can do this. Now you've oh, got to bear with it. Get rid of that. Yeah, I begin with what? Possibly the beaver from the earlier article. Yeah, very possibly. And here we go. This would, uh, Where the hell it's gone? There we go. And. Ping. Bong. Ooh, sound. <laughs> Fancy. <clears throat> mm. Oh, there we are. I've seen the video now as well. No, since you've seen it, you should know what's coming up. I want you to uh, tell me what comes next. Um, bits of spaceshipy thing and lots of lasers. Have lasers in. neutralizers. <clears throat> Velcro is saying Cutter couldn't turn fast enough to see the actual pop. Hmm. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. I'll have to do it again. Pop goes the Thargoid. <laughs> I love the noise of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the As with most of the rest of the games, the sound escape so, of this game is incredible. So, uh, they do sound just the way you'd expect an angry flower to sound, don't they? Now, now obviously, Volcarius, like yeah. Volcarius, as um, teammate to Alex Zuno, really should know what they're talking about. So, uh, I'm going to read out what he's got here. The Authoress is a damage sprint to destroy it before it wakes out after a minute or so. It also wrecks Guardian modules, so that stops most AX builds, or at least, or at best, requires a wing to do it. Actually, all you need is an Imperial Cutter, the new EAX missiles, four pitch to assist, and a boost button. Colliding with it helps remove the shield, and the missiles can hit the shield and hull. Exit strategy is just one shield cell to burn the caustic away at about 120% heat, same as the scout missiles. It needs some refinement and maybe adapting to use a more accessible ship. That was my second kill that way, more smooth than the first, but you can see that I wasn't expecting to have a force field which could push back a cutter from a head on collision. It's dead. And there it goes. Bye. Oh. Toxic cloud. That must be the Christmas Day sprouts. Yes. <laughs> there we go.
releasing its Christmas fragrance. Yes. Lovely. So, oh, I've got to work out. I can, I can just imagine some guy at Frontier, you know, the sound guy. Angry Flower? Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I have nailed the sound for Angry Flower. There we go. Well done, everybody. Uh, do we have anything Excellent. else? Uh, um, just one thing. Mm. Who loves hamburgers, french fries, and ants? Me, I don't know. me, and not The me. night shift. Ronald no. McArdvark. Not me. We're, we're, really, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, we're really scraping the bottom of the Anyway, Aardvark! 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 And now, the point that everyone is waiting for. Coffee Flossie and the CG News. Is that the new backing ground? Was that coffee? <laughs> your weak cough. <coughs> It's Flossie, it's Flossie, and the community girls. Hello, it's Flossie here with this week's Community Girls News. Last week's continuing CGs have now both completed and all the new weapons are now on sale at all of the rescue ships. There are now no new CGs until next year. And that's it for this week's CG news. Flossie told you what to do. And now it's over to Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon with the Alnet. News Digest Review of the Year, Part 1. Maybe. Seamless. Psst. Sure. As soon as I get my button in place, I will move <laughs> to where the bleeding hell I put it. Hang on. <laughs> Oh, it's here. Seamless. It's here. Seamless. It's here. Seamless. I, I, did Seamless. Only, I did only do this five minutes before the show, so here we go. And uh, this first, this. You should so, have remembered where you put it then. Yeah, I know. I know, but at my age, that you know, this is the first part of Beatles and, and Wotherspoon's um, roundup of the year's news. Here we go. Margaret. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, that was so long to... ago, everybody's forgotten yeah. though. Oh, yeah. No, come on to that. Yeah. The year 3308 can be split into roughly equal halves. The time before the Proteus wave and the time after. During the latter half of the year we were tracking Stargoids, wondering what they were and what they might be wanting. But the first part of the year was a time of hope, with Salvation planning the total destruction of the Thargoids. The start of 3308 could not have been more different than the previous year. In order to understand the events of 3308, it's necessary to briefly recap the events of the preceding months. 
3307 began with a massive invasion of Thargoids and the Colsack and Witchhead Nebulas, for which humanity had been poorly prepared. It wasn't until April 3307, after Alliance Prime Minister Edmund Mann had failed to gain support for the proper funding of the Tri-Superpower Xeno Research and Defence Agency Aegis, that a potential saviour emerged. Throughout the rest of 3307, this mysterious scientist, who called himself Salvation, researched hybrid technology based on the extinct Guardian Civilization, which had been developed and lost 200 years ago by researchers working for a company called Azimuth Biochemicals. By the end of the year, he had used the superweapon, first in the Coronsar system, and then again in three systems in the Pleiades. Meanwhile, his rival Aegis had been suspended, with its military leader, Admiral Aidan Tanner, undergoing court-martial for using unauthorised force to attempt to find out more about salvation, who some suspected of using unethical, possibly illegal technologies and methods. As Salvation proclaimed at the time, Aegis was finished, and Salvation was the only remaining defence for humanity. The start of 3308, then, saw Salvation as humanity's only remaining option to hold back the Thargoids. Despite the mystery surrounding his identity and his methods, he had the backing of the leaders of all three superpowers. There weren't actually very many Thargoid invasions. An impartial observer might have questioned whether humanity needed a saviour. In February, hit 12314, Dan and Naoni saw a short-lived invasion by Thargoids, and at the end of April, the Didio, Novus and Sosong systems came under attack. Salvation didn't intervene in the February attacks, instead choosing to conduct research and preparation work. During March, his faction, Taurus Mining Ventures, created a bizarre, fake appeal for mined material from one of the Guardian systems as a cover for an appeal to collect as many Guardian artefacts as possible. These artefacts powered Salvation's superweapon, and early in May he once again deployed the weapon to destroy the Thargoid vessels in Didio, Novus and Sosong. What was not widely known is that Salvation had lured the Thargoids into these systems by seeding them with Guardian materials, which the Thargoids have a natural dislike for. Salvation was deliberately and callously creating the problem he wanted backing from the superpowers to solve, and he did receive the backing he sought. The superpowers and Sirius Corporation all provided manpower and ships to help Salvation on his quest to fight off the Thargoids. At the end of May, emboldened by his earlier successes and by the backing he'd received, Salvation embarked upon the development of a further revision of his superweapon, a weapon powerful enough to drive the Thargoids away forever. In June, following the discovery of evidence at the wreck of the Aegis megaship Alexandria, and at a 150-year-old Inra site, Salvation revealed that he was the Witch, the character that had conducted experiments on humans and Thargoid ships four years earlier to try to harness Thargoid technology and that his faction, Taurus Mining Ventures, was in fact the research wing of Azimuth Biochemicals. He further admitted 
that he'd been involved in the INRA attempt to destroy the Thargoids using mycoid virus 150 years ago. It became clear that he was motivated by an irrational hatred of everything Thargoid, and that he had no compunction in causing widespread human suffering and death in order to fulfil his aim of wiping the Thargoids off the face of the galaxy despite this. The superpowers, who by this time had little other choice, continued to back Salvation and Taurus Mining Ventures, which was renamed as Azimuth Biotech. Salvation's plan was to build a huge version of his superweapon in one of the old Azimuth systems, HIP-22460. He named the weapon the Proteus Wave, after the Azimuth Biochemicals Anaconda of that name, because its crew had been the first to harness Guardian technology. By gathering huge quantities of Guardian technology in the system, he could both power the weapon and ensure that a lot of Thargoid vessels would be present. Throughout June and July, Salvation demanded ever greater amounts of Guardian technology to be delivered to HIP-22460. He also demanded the superpowers deploy their militaries to defend Azimuth operations from the increasing number of Thargoid vessels arriving in the system. HIP-22460 became a hive of industry and a battleground, with thousands of combat ships fighting and hundreds of ships hauling in Guardian artefacts. Salvation's new version of the Proteus Wave was hooked up to a Thargoid surface site. These mysterious sites are believed by some to be crashed Thargoid hive ships. Salvation's intention was to amplify the power of the tuned electromagnetic pulse to disable or destroy more Thargoid craft than ever before, dealing such a blow to the Thargoid fleet that they would be forced to withdraw completely and irrevocably from human space. On the 8th of August, Azimuth Commodore Morag Halloran broadcast a statement from Salvation proclaiming that the following day, August the 9th, would be doomsday for the Thargoid species. On the 9th of August, the Proteus wave was finally activated. For the first few seconds, it appeared that it had been successful. With Thargoid ships in the system disabled, the celebrations broadcast across the galaxy began. But only a few seconds later, it all went horribly wrong. A second massive pulse from the Thargoid surface site and the Proteus wave weapon somehow reversed the effect of the first pulse. Thargoid ships came back to life while all human ships in the system were temporarily disabled. The Thargoids, seemingly enraged by what had just happened, took their revenge on ships in the system, both Azimuth megaships, all the Alliance Imperial and Federal capital ships, and a large number of the smaller vessels were destroyed in the near total massacre. HIP-22460 became, and remains, a Thargoid system. The Thargoids seem to have assimilated the power of the Proteus Wave weapon and can turn it back on vessels that have Guardian components, rendering those components useless. The system is patrolled by Thargoid vessels that will drop on any human ships brave or foolish enough to venture into the system and will attack without mercy. And the Thargoids in the system made some sort of roar that's believed to have been a communication, a communication that received a response from some distant location, and that may have been the trigger for what happened later in the year. Salvation is believed to have been killed in the massacre of HIP-22460, but Azimuth, under its new CEO, Torben Rademacher, continues to dream of being an effective manufacturer of anti-Xeno technology. 
but its legacy, what it and Salvation had unleashed, would only become apparent some months later, when strange moving lights were identified, moving rapidly towards the human-occupied bubble. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Waterspoon. I think that now it's time for the Hutton Helper results. So, over to Mia. Welcome to the Hutton Helper results. The Hutton Helper results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper the only third-party resource to come with a free treasure map with a big X on it. This week we have the following events. The How the Hell Did I Get Here? Drunk Mystery Shield. The Enigma Wrapped in a Mystery Wrapped in Delicious Puff Pastry. Cup Winner's Cup. The Where Did the Delivery Company Leave My Package This Time? Deja Vu Trophy. The Winking at This Is Why You're Banned From Galweb Trophy. Sherlock Holmes couldn't solve the oh wait it's just an anagram charity shield and the the one that says wreck shipped Poirot extravaganza so always check the numbers are going the right way never chase me to Rontolo and if a guy with a peg leg and a pirate and a pirate hat calls you Jim lad shoot him in the face immediately it's for the best the Hutton Helper results are Dice Space jumped 35,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. Quadrivium Resonance sold 50,000 tons of cargo. Montgomery Python is top mission runner with 410 mission points. Alex Zuno handed in 1,003,309 credits worth of bounties this week. Epaphis handed in 1.5 billion credits of robot bonds. Mark's Antius had delivered 3,411 people to their various destinations. He calls this week for iSpace, Red Ass Toms for Systems Visited, Darkness, CS101 for Own Mind. Please email itookpartatahuttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of an envelope marked Clue, a Deer Stalker, and a nondescript box with a big question mark on it. There have been 15 Hutton runs in the last seven days. The top five are Interstellar Foxy with 1 hour 23 minutes and 51 seconds, Norbert Patinod with 1 hour 24 minutes dead, Palantir with 1 hour 24 minutes and 17 seconds, Pitstopper 1 hour 24 minutes and 31 seconds, and Wolfgang 101010 with 1 hour 25 minutes and 10 seconds. Wow, Commander Palantir. So the specials are still discounted at Wonders then. That's good to know. 
There is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing rung in, first-footed, decked with boughs of holly, evacuated, unfriended, ejected, manhandled, or women-handled, smeared, deflected, irrigated, emphasised, sniffed, snuffled, postponed, hidden from, flip-flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, gin, wrapped up with a pretty bow, shipshort, rescued, having their immersion ruined, battered and deep-fried, repaired, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, burnt, frozen, liquidated, evaporated, smelled, licked, sucked, nibbled, discombobulated, recombobulated, head-butted, rubbed, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, motherized with an S, interrobanged, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, re-allowed after consulting VAR, spelted, frozen to the bones, loved, adored, cherished and probinated. And you can earn yourself a very fetching hut and decal for doing it. To get involved, you just have to go to hot.fathermug.com and download or sign up for the spectacular hut and helper, available in three festive formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than accidentally solving a strange puzzle box and having weird demon things drag you off. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. Now for the conclusion of the Galnet News Digest of 3308. We've heard the events leading up to the firing of the Proteus Wave, and we've heard of the other events of the first part of 3308. The now seemingly trivial squabbling within Empire, Federation and Alliance. From August onwards, all anyone was thinking about was the Stargoids. What they were, where they were heading, and what did they want. We were to find out soon enough. Three weeks after the Proteus wave was fired in HIP 22460, a strange distant light was noticed moving across the star field. It was initially a dull orange glow, but as closer observation became possible, the light took on a distinct shape, with an orange-yellow centre radiating a helix of green and blue. As the weeks passed, it became clear that this object was moving purposefully from star to star, making its way towards the core human systems in the area we know of as the Bubble and more of the stars were identified, also closing in on the bubble. By the 23rd of October, there were eight of these rogue signal sources, or stargoids as they were dubbed. They moved at erratic speeds, but their direction was clear. The sounds they gave off, audible in the full-spectrum scanner, gave little doubt that the stargoids were Thargoid in origin. But what were they? And what was their intention? Despite Salvation's successes in having Aegis sidelined and eventually shut down, the remnants of the organisation remained active, centred around its former head of research, Professor Alba Tezro, and the Thargoid and Guardian specialists Ishmael Palin and Ram Tar. Commanders had discovered, soon after the Proteus wave was fired, that all active Thargoid structures 
Now, processed guardian relics into something different. Green, glowing crystals, provisionally known as unclassified relics. Their theory was that the Proteus wave had somehow become assimilated into the Thargoid hive mind and that the Thargoids had somehow become better able to cope with the threat of Guardian technology. They appealed for as many samples of these new unclassified relics as possible and also arranged for increased payouts for xenobiological scans in the expectation that they can use this knowledge to develop better defences against the Thargoids. Professor Tezro was able to take into her care the only known survivor of Azimuth's terrible experiments to splice human test subjects into Thargoid scouts in 3303. Xiao Jin I, known to Azimuth as D2, had been implanted with technology that gave us some insight into Thargoid communication and the Thargoid hive mind. She explained to Tezro that the Thargoid roar heard on the 9th of August was a call and a response, with the response roughly translated as We see them. We are coming. And the former Azimuth test subject explained that this was not a good thing and that she was certain the Thargoids had decided to take action against humanity. Professors Palin and Tezro concluded that the Second Thargoid War was about to enter a new, potentially far more intense phase. The Aegis statement was criticised for being needlessly alarmist. Markets weakened, there were protest rallies. The superpowers seemed unwilling to take any decisive action to prepare with the Empire refusing to cooperate with the Federation and Alliance. There were a few small-scale skirmishes when Thargoids entered several peripheral systems, but the Thargoids left again a week later without attempting to damage any starports. It is now believed that these Thargoids were gathering, waiting for the so-called Stargoids to arrive. The Fire God cult, which believes that the Thargoids are the angels of the apocalyptic death god known as the Fire God, were a victim of the unrest in federal systems in particular. As happened before in 3304, they were accused of being Thargoid spies and were driven out by mobs with the active support and participation of the federal security forces. They remain in hiding aboard their megaships, the Perdition and the Testament. A different response to the coming of the Stargoids was the Thargoid Advocacy Project. This grassroots movement said that war with the Thargoids was pointless and that if we could all sit down and talk over our differences we could sort it all out without anyone having to die. Opportunist federal politician Dalton Chase helped fund a peace megaship that would attempt to contact the first Stargoid. He was unfortunately unable to travel on the peace mission himself as were the vocal social media proponents of the movement. On the 24th of November, the peace megaship Kingfisher was destroyed, and everyone on board was killed by a fleet of Thargoid interceptors that had been following the first Stargoid, Tyrannis. If it had not been clear before, there was now no doubt left that the Thargoids were not open to peace overtures and that something terrible was about to happen. A few days later, on the 29th of November, 
the first of the eight stargoids, Taranis, dropped into orbit around a pneumonia world in the Hyades sector FB-N B7-6 system. At that moment of arrival, everything changed. Thargoids took over that system and a number of the surrounding systems and displayed a level of aggression more intense even than they had shown in HIP-22460. They intercepted and attacked ships in the area, pulling them out of hyperspace and, for the first time, from supercruise. They attacked and destroyed stations. For the first time, their targets included not only starports, but outposts and planetary bases. They ignored settlements, but the settlements were quickly abandoned by humanity in any case. For the first time, Thargoids were seen attacking human starports and other assets close up. In the following two weeks, the remaining seven Stargoids arrived and took control of other clusters of systems on the edge of the bubble. They became Maelstroms, a cloaking cloud of brown toxic gases, hiding whatever huge devices the Thargoids have brought as their forward attack bases. It is not yet impossible to penetrate far into the clouds, but there's some hope that as technology develops, we may be able to peer inwards and to understand what it is we face, what we need to defeat to drive the Thargoids out of the bubble. There are systems fully under Thargoid control. These can be won back, but it is likely to be hard. There are systems under invasion where we must fight to drive the Thargoids back before they can take control. There are systems in an alert state where the Thargoids are using probes and sensors to check out the system before launching an invasion. If we destroy the Orthrus interceptors before they can collect their sensors, we know we can prevent the attacks from ever taking place. Humanity has responded in a more united way than ever before. Rescue ships with medical facilities have been stationed at a safe distance from the invasions to process those evacuated from the attacked systems. These rescue ships are also stocking a range of enhanced versions of the original Aegis anti-Xeno weaponry developed by Liz Ryder and Zachariah Nemo so that almost anyone can get involved in trying to contain the Thargoids. We're still learning the rules of this new anti-Thargoid warfare. We should know within the first few months of 3309 whether we have a chance of keeping the Thargoids within their current boundaries. But to defeat the Maelstroms and eliminate the Thargoid presence completely, we'll need new technology and probably to learn some new tricks as well. Once again, we've asked Amelia to go back and have another crack at one of her favourite Galnet Race Digest episodes. She said she fancied a tickle, so here's one that tickled her fancy. 
Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities, so you don't have to. Whilst we here at the Galnet Rares Digest make a living out of travelling the galaxy, hunting down and testing rare commodities, such reporting is far from new. Hunters of rare items have existed as long as humanity has. Whether it be a new kind of shiny rock, or one that splinters just right when you hit it with another rock and can be used to make pointy things with which to stick your rival through to a new kind of edible plant that doesn't make your insides become your outsides or or taste like rotten eggs. As a curious species, humans have always sought out things that are new. As proof that these ancient hobbies and jobs have been carried out for centuries upon centuries and still continue to this day, I've headed to the Ark system, to a planet rather ostentatiously named Gold home to a rare that would have been familiar even in Victorian times. An orchid. Digging through historical archives, orchid hunting appears to have, in antiquity, been one of the most dangerous professions there was. Orchid fever gripped Victorian England, with explorers vying to be the first to find, name and sell unique and new varieties. The expeditions themselves were fought with danger, and the archives at Kew Gardens, now relocated to an orbiting biodome along with many of the varied species rescued from planet Earth, are full of sorry tales. It all began with William John Swainson, a naturalist who, whilst packing some plant samples for a return to England, grabbed a handful of what he thought were weeds to pack out the boxes. On arrival, the packing material had bloomed. The weeds had turned out to be a new and rare plant, quite beautiful and never before seen in the houses of the well-to-do in London. This sparked a gold rush. Teams heading out into the jungles of Brazil and Venezuela, the South Pacific and deep into the source of the Orinoco River. Many a collector met a grisly end. Documents list one group of eight, one eaten by tigers, one boiled in oil by angry locals, and five more who were never seen again. The lone survivor, though, did make their fortune from the samples brought back. Gustavo Wallace died of yellow fever. David Bauman of dysentery. Albert Milliken was stabbed to death. The history books read closer to one of our Galnet Rares reports than they do the peaceful journals of botanists and collectors. One explorer turned back having met a cannibal tribe in the forests of New Guinea, only to be instructed by his patron to return, recollect. He duly did so, only to find a new species growing on a pile of human remains. Individual specimens sold for over £1,000 at a time, a vast sum of money in Victorian England, and these inflated prices were maintained to this day, despite the ability of orchids to be cultivated in artificial conditions. Entire populations of varieties of orchid were collected, 
devastating the population and unfortunately almost ensuring the high price as they would never be found again. In more modern times, due to this rarity, a genuinely new species can command a price as much as a well-equipped spaceship. One startling discovery of the 2900s was that certain types of the pollens from orchids were actually impervious to the perils of deep space, able to withstand radiation and extremes of temperature. And it has been suggested that orchids themselves may have seeded other planets over aeons, their actual origin being completely unknown. Most orchids are quite simply beautiful when they bloom. Turning from a very ordinary looking plant into a delicate, sometimes fragrant, and massively varied floral display. There are orchids that look like dragons or jewelry, varieties throughout space that smell sweet or with heady herbal fragrances. Historical records from the 1900s show that just one variety has been found that is dangerous. The black orchid, the pollen of which is said to cause sterility and when refined, be able to produce a nerve gas. One mad scientist, Drax, even attempted to weaponize the pollen of this orchid as part of a doomsday cult, threatening all human life on Earth and returning it into a paradise world ready to be colonized by his own progeny. Well, records are sparse, but we understand that his plot was thwarted by the efforts of British intelligence, and what survives from the tale would well, it would make a fascinating film. The Charis orchid, however, is harmless, found only on the planet Gold in the Ark system. It was discovered by Commander Shaneri, who fits the bill as one of those ancient jungle explorers, not afraid to tackle tigers, truculent natives, and, and the risks of being boiled in oil. Shaneri scoured the mountainous slopes of gold in search of a rumoured very rare orchid. After months of searching, and having reached an outcrop over a particularly stunning vista, just a single bloom was found, identified and named. They fought off wild animals, carnivorous plants, and climbed dangerous-looking cliff faces just to reach this spot and the single flower at the edge of it. With a sample taken back to a nearby station for analysis and cataloguing by Vista Genomics, it was discovered that this particular variety had one property unlike its cousins from Earth. It would only bloom when planted in beautiful surroundings. Without sunlight or the right colour, plants nearby of a breathtaking beauty and views to take your breath away, this orchid stays resolutely green and innocuous. When planted in just the right location, though, it flowers magnificently and gives off a scent that reminds me of something. They're often given as gifts between lovers or to well-loved family members. The gift timed such that the plant is in flower just as it's delivered, as a, a compliment to the recipient. The recipient. Vain imperial types often wear them on their lapels in the hopes that it broadcasts to anyone looking their wealth and, of course, good looks. I've been sitting looking at the sample handed to me earlier today now for a while. It's beautiful, but there's just 
something about it that's caught my attention. I mean, it's the it's the fragrance. If I close my eyes and breathe deeply, there's something at the back of my mind, buried, buried deep in my memories, that's just out of reach. Letting my mind wonder, is it the perfume of a lost love, or or maybe the, the fresh scent of a wildflower meadow? I, I can't remember. Long walks, of um, lying in the long grass running through a forest just after some fresh rainfall childhood recollections that there are fleeting memories of dinners of, of drinks candles scents this smell is captivating and there oh wow Quite aside from the danger of hunting down rare orchids is the real danger from Shan Charis orchid. I've just realized that I've been sitting here all day, lost in my memories, not moving a muscle. I, if I hadn't been tapped on the shoulder by room servers who were quite rightly worried that I'd not had my breakfast yet, despite it being late into the evening now, I'd have probably kept sitting here, lost in my memories, wandering through the sense of my past and dredging up all the events that went with them. I mean... This is the true gift of this flower, as well as its biggest danger. Shan discovered something wonderful, something that, as a gift, is, is one of the more touching things to be given. Just, just make sure that there's someone there to wake you from your reverie and your thoughts. This is Amelia Hawk reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. I'm sitting here, lost in the world of my own memories, having smelled the flowers. So you don't have to. Isn't that uh, nice? Oh. I like that one because I don't get, you know, shot at or stabbed or hurt or chased or by wild animals or blown up or, yeah, all and of those things. Make angry flower noises. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've that reached nice. that point, haven't we? Those of you who may be leaving it to the last, or leaving it to the last minute to move to the green room. This is the last minute. If you want to make your way there, we will work our way down in a second i'm going to play my little short video which covers a multitude of sins oh, while we do that and then we'll have to help me i can't reach the door handle for the green room uh, okay i'll see what i can do yeah that's you in this picture that is uh see everybody in the green room in just a second Welcome to the green room. It's very blue for a green room. Well, oh, sure, it's blue. Yeah, and here we are, here we are. We're here. God knows oh, what. Boys. 
that's interesting. One of the green room feeds just okay. disappeared when I tried to move it. Never mind. It could be anywhere. all the peanuts. Could be anywhere. Oh, no, I moved it to the wrong place. Oh, let me put it back up here. Where have you dropped it? That's all right. Into the other, the other, the other green room. That's fine. <clears throat> that would have upset really. Hello, everyone. Um, I, we've got f nice. Hello, everybody. So I'm going to suggest. Are you, are you, some, I'm getting echo oh, for somebody. Just full so. carriers does his thing. Mm. Yeah, the magic doodad mm. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, I wasn't I, quite ready for that. Yeah, but that's I could the do. official term. Yeah, have you got magic doodad. doodad thingy? Have you got your doodad doodad, doodad, doodad day? I need to type everyone's name in first, but I could do if you want. Chop, <laughs> oh, chop, chop, chop. Come, chop. Then. Come copy, on, Can you still talking? Copy, paste. Copy, paste. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk you more typing. They put all this effort in. Come on. Uh, well. well can't you even tell us who we'll the first about, one is so we can do uh, Talk about 60 words a minute. <laughs> it, Earlier. I still don't oh, understand the point of this. Off. Is anyone else dancing? Yeah. A short time later. <laughs> I'm totally dancing. Really. <laughs> oh, I do that way in game as well when you're in the lift. If you tilt your head back and look up at the top of the lift, the music gets louder. And you can oh, dance yeah. to it. And there's one that seems to be the girl from Ipanema. I like it. And the guy in the uh, security the room that's watching the cameras can see better who you yeah. are. Yeah. Okay. You're running out of time. All right. Okay. All right. There you go. Oh, all right. I've pasted it in. Okay. Oh, fancy. Oh. Ooh. See. Flossy, lovely. You are talking to. You're starting off. No, we're starting Amelia to, to Jackman. Go for it. Huh? Hello, Jackman. How are you? Hello, Amelia. How are you? I don't see that. I'm list. pretty good, but it's not about me. It's about you right now. How is your week and Christmas been? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, getting over it is good, yeah. but I mean, it's it's not a fun thing. I mean, is it that bad one that's been going around at the moment? Yes, unfortunately, it has been. Oh, that's not good. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're on the mend, though. Well, I'm just uh, getting better. Put it that way. Um, I've just been doing this. What? Funding some of the CGs and um, basically doing the uh, getting the Quebec. So I'm doing the old grind for Federation. Ah, uh, the the good old grind. Yeah, I've got it on the Xbox now. I'm on PC, so I've got to do it all over again. Oh no! You couldn't Splitter. take your ships with you. Uh, I'm not a splitter. Um, <laughs> when when you transferred over, could you not take your ships with you? I did, but that's not on the Hutton one. I've got a new one on the Hutton. So you're literally starting over from complete scratch. Well, not exactly. I've got about four and a half years in, but I've not been using it because I've not had a good enough PC. I like how you think it's like dismissive. Oh, it's only four and a half years. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I've just been doing it and uh, enjoying flying around with you lot. Um, and getting, getting used to life on my own, shall we say. And, uh, yeah. Basically, for the mug, not a for lot the mug. It. Yeah, but for the mug. Yeah. Oh, is it, what? Sorry, was that it for the mug? Yes. Oh, for the mug. I'm glad to feel. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. And Flossie to talk to uh, Border River. Uh, hi, Border River. How are you doing? We doing okay, Flossie. Yeah. Thanks for reading out to us the night before Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. I enjoyed reading it. <laughs> a little bit of work went into it. Yeah, I can see that. It's uh, brilliant. So, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a busy weekend game. Yeah. From AX Combat. All oh, right, yeah. Mugging and ginning in Jeng. <laughs> uh, plenty to do, isn't there? Oh, yes. People say there's nothing to do in the night. <laughs> well, in my book, I've got 13 projects outstanding at the end of 3308. <laughs> I can believe that, yeah. <laughs> I've lost count how many projects I've got outstanding. <laughs> you know, from tweaking engineering, trips out to Guardians, and other bits oh. and bobs. Oh, very good. Keep Plus, I'm going to review the first 39 systems I did, because they're not completed for one reason oh. or another. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, it's a bit of a completionist, I yeah. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. Or CD. <laughs> And how are you doing, Flossy? <laughs> Other than uh, talking with this cold, <laughs> um, I'm doing all right, yeah. But, yeah um, my wife's also got a cold. Oh. Been struggling for two weeks with it. Yeah, well, my son and uh, my husband have both had this. I thought I was getting away with it. <laughs> uh, I, I started sneezing last Friday. I was sneezing all day, no sudden. And then it just seemed to disappear. And then today, it's come back with vengeance. <laughs> I don't know what happened in the rich intervening six days. <laughs> yeah, it's got its second wind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not that kind of wind, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? Did <laughs> nothing. Come on, that's obvious, Mia. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so... Um... so uh, happy New Year to the whole crew. Uh, happy New Year! Happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And the thing to turn makes Happy Hogmanay! What was that sir? Hogmanay! Oh, Thank Ogmanay. you! Happy Hogmanay! Happy Hogmanay! Yeah, Happy Hogmanay! So, okay, so Volcarius, look, explain your explain this system that you had to disappear off and type type into. Go on. <laughs> so, <laughs> explain, explain, so, what is the point of it? Go on. And why why is it, it so much better? He only, you know, he only it, it, wants to know this because he hasn't got one. Well, that's the thing he does. <laughs> I've linked it every time <laughs> so oh, that yeah, you guys can do this yourself so that I don't have to. <laughs> but no, well, what's the fun in that? Oh, we can just... this? Some, some kind of thingy digest. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Volcaris' magic thingy if it, if it yeah. wasn't do, you that did do it. Do bear in mind, yeah. it's, my, it's my first green room since... June? June. Yeah. Yeah. Any excuse. Well, well, you it's see, better to let you, you do it and berate you for not doing it quickly enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. Basically, <laughs> 21 kept screwing it up, as you all know. So I just made yeah, a thing. Surely you, does. Never. You, you just put, you, it's got two columns, one called Studio 5, one called Green Room. Or if you press mistranslate to and from Spanish, then it's called like Salaverde <laughs> Studio Sanco. <but laughs> <clears throat> but in any case, single. you just put the names in, press go, and it will just randomise the matchups and try to avoid people talking uh, consecutively. Oh, I think I was on and, that site once. And talking to themselves, yes. yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly, yeah. But otherwise, evening hut and orbital. Good evening. Good evening. How, Good evening. Have you, Good evening. how the devil have you been? Yeah, well, 
Oh, good evening. Oh, yeah, quite well. Had a bit of a good as everyone has, but uh, I don't think I think uh, mods has been avoided, so I think that's good. Well, that'll be the mugs, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Mug. 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 Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dear, what have I done? <laughs> I don't know, but you should clean it up immediately. Yes. <laughs> clean up to all seven. Because that'll stain. <laughs> it's going to leave a mark. It's going to stain something. <laughs> Well, I suppose floor, floor, <clears throat> floor mopping guy needs gainful employment as well. Yeah, oh, he never stops. I thought he had the week off between Christmas and New Year. No, no everybody else has had a week off. Week off. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> right. He's a little a full... cough. No, floor bloody mopping. great. Yeah, oh, it's almost a 487-hour contract. Uh, I noticed you had another. You invented a new cough pun earlier. The the coffee one, as in being like a cough. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> coughish. Yes. Oh no no, coffee is much better. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's it's the person who gets a whole load of germs chucked in their face. Are they the coffee? No, the person receiving oh, the, the, the coffee. They'll be the coffee and the coffee certainly. Mm, yes. Yeah. And welcome to Intellectual Hour. Q I got nothing else. Nah. So uh, I'll just pretend you asked me what I was doing, or do you want to? <laughs> you do want to derail it further? I guess the latter. So go on. No, 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 go on, no, 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 please, <laughs> please, please, make bring this. Yeah, to a these halt. these days, Sean's normally in his bed by now. Yeah, you can't beat a good derailment, as I used no. to say, my horn Hornby days. <laughs> oh, oh, and you'd be hearty, and you'd be hearty. <laughs> go on then. Wait, wait, we're apparently waiting. Spit it out, man. Yeah, what you been doing? <laughs> Well, so uh, <clears throat> that uh, the plan we had to um, to list what resource extraction sites are in each system got a bit interdicted by some thargoids, um, figuratively. Yeah. Um, but mm. I want to thank so thanks again though to Hanky and the bus service which we did use. Um, so we've now got all of Colonia listed, and the beautiful megaship bridge of the Colonia Way, of course. Yes. <laughs> That was um, in uh, that was in uh, a William McGonigal poem, you know, a mm -hmm. William Topaz McGonigal poem. I heard some syllables. That was in a William Topaz McGonigal poem, you know. Oh, it was a name, right, right, right. Yes, it was in Scottish. But... I do apologise. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, <laughs> like many, I I now have a good stash of AX hardware. Um, that the um, special cutter build you saw earlier that was just for the Orthrus. Um It was pretty simple though, and it obviously gets you thirty million if you can find one. Um, and of course, we have those community goals to thank for the new weapons. So thank you, Flossie. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, not me personally. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, they're much better than the one of having one of those uniquely augmented unmodifiable class 2 rating B enzyme missile racks with increased caustic damaging capacity <laughs> EAX missile racks is where it's at you have to do an ah at the end and of course yeah we now have those um, the, uh, the gimbal AX multi-cannons <clears throat> double the damage of what the turret ones were doing so I'd say it's never been easier to start murderizing Thargoid scouts I like that word Murderizing with an S or murderizing Scouts. with a Z. Murderizing. <laughs> yeah, you, you can put them, if you've like an evacuation ship, you can put them on that. Um, or you, you, like, you, as long as it's got a little bit of armor, um, drop in a comp zone in open, keep it clear, 
of uh, any scouts, everyone will love you, I promise. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'd say for um, anyone into standard combat but wants to fight interceptors, the Chieftain build, recommended by AXI, or is that Axie, very good for getting started. You can take them out to the Pleiades first, is what I would do, and indeed what I did, and um, just practice on some Cyclops interceptors there. You can have absolutely no idea what you're doing and still at least escape. Or you can have an absolutely terrible fight and still kill it. It's like a, it's a training Thargoid. And um, to give you an idea of how strong that chieftain is, I was in a conflict zone in open in one of those war systems. We had a double Hydra at the end. One of the, the edge of the shutdown field from one of them hit me while I was being attacked by the other the entire time. And the chieftain still booted back up and got away with 19% hull. So you don't have to be good. It's it's just look up Axie's chieftain. It'll get you going. Mm. I'm just going to make a mm. note of that one. Mm -hmm. I just and I yeah. While you're doing that, scribbling. I just put up the put up um, our tribute to Hanky in the bus. I did notice that's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, give me a look. Yeah, so you can just keep trying that out on a Cyclops until you get uh, until you get the idea of staying cold and flying around it. And you don't even have to disable flight assist to do that. You just fly around it and use thermal vent and use a heat sink when you shoot. Then as soon as you kill one, go over to the invasion systems. You'll be fine. <coughs> Although sure you'll you will. need the uh, yeah, you you need the the, uh, the shutdown field neutralizer. Uh, you can stop that in when you're on your own uh, by just staying cold. Um, but there are so many system AX ships around. The energy surges have a target, always, so you're always going to get them. Uh, but apart from the shutdown field neutralizer, that ship is perfect. Well done. <laughs> we we yeah, were eventually yeah. impressed when we put, put the video up properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when we got the sound to go with it. Mm -hmm. Fancy. Well, I tried so. going vroom, vroom, bow, bow, poo, poo. It wasn't, wasn't helping. I want the. I want to find out how the authoress pushed me back because I the the first boost I did. I don't know if you noticed, but the my speed reversed like I had a boost the other way. And um, I didn't know it was going to do that. That was unexpected. Was it a rubber authoress? Did you get one of the dog toy ones <laughs> rather than the real ones? Um, does that mean it's got a force field on the front? <laughs> Possibly. It's a lot of slobber. Yeah, it was very strange, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know if it was, maybe it was too early. Maybe the, um, I don't know whether it was the frame shifter normally that did it or whether it's literally got a front frontward pushback, but um, I'll have to investigate that. Uh, that was the, the bit I didn't intend. Oh, science needed. Uh, yeah. But in any case, um, thank you all very much for a year of shows. Hail the Empress and for the mug. Thank you. The mug. Right, it's me next, and I am speaking to retired Navy IT1. How are you? I am alive and well. Yay! That's a good start to any conversation. Well, <laughs> around here, apparently, it's an achievement from the way oh. everybody else sounds. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> are you in part of the frozen continent, or are you in part of the, the warmer, when the warmer bits? I'm sorry, say again. 
are you in one of the frozen parts or are you in one of the warmer parts of of the united states oh no it's one one of the frozen parts uh they, they uh Christmas Eve, we were nine, nine, uh, nine below uh, zero Fahrenheit, so oh. about 40 Ooh. below Celsius. Yeah, yeah, it's when you said below Fahrenheit. I'm thinking, nine's not that bad. And then you said below Fahrenheit, and I thought, okay, that's bad. I want to live in a cold place like that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I love don't. the cold. I love snow. Oh, the, the snow's fine. It's the when your bits freeze off and literally you leave them outside on the oh, step. That's yeah. the problem. So, have you been indoors a lot then? Uh, oh yeah, 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 I, uh, yeah. I, I, I was not going outside if I could help it at all. Oh, no. the, the dogs didn't even like going out. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible dogs. <laughs> mm. Ah dear. What about uh, what about an elite? Have you been busy? <coughs> I need 17 more deliveries, and I'll hit the 500 mark on my mugs and gin. Oh, nice. There you are. You've, and, you've... and then mm. uh, I still need to go killing some bugs. I've, I've got the uh, the fancy turreted uh, multi-cannons on, 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 my, on my Type 10, so it's ready to go now. Cool. How is the Type 10? Because I mean, people didn't like it at first when it came out. I take it it's now that people have the you know you've had a few years to practice and all the new weapons and things like that. Is that a lot better now? I've always flown Type Tens. I, yeah. I I've got three of them. I got I got I got I got one for fighting. I got one one for uh, uh, mining, and I got one for trucking. Nice, nice. Obviously, a man who likes spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to look this way. I'm in Speedway, Indiana, okay, which is <laughs> the home of auto yeah, the racing. Na the name alone tells us everything we need to know there. <laughs> Speedway, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. If you like spoilers on your spoilers, buy a Type 10 with a ship hit. That's, yep, what, that's, I, that's what I that's did. That's what I have. Yeah, it's what I have. Yeah, mine was called the Massive Huff because it came out about the time with maybe realized that Xbox wasn't getting a wasn't getting Odyssey. So I flew off to Beagle Point in a, a massive huff. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. It's a very Scottish joke. It is. Uh, well I don't know. I thought other people used the word That'd huff. That'd be a mahoosive huff. Yes. <laughs> huff being like a like a sulk. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my type then that was I've still got that. Mark's brothers used to used to joke about going off in a half or a minute and a half. So yeah, it is international. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so so anything else going on with you then? I've got uh, two brand new commanders that are less than a week that are less than a week old. Oh. That uh, we are uh, uh, attempting to uh, get trained up and yeah, in uh, the squadron and stuff. And nice. uh, I don't like what they've done with the new people. It's too damn easy for them. <laughs> Not back in my day. Is that yeah, exactly. Is that, yeah. Is back that back in, in my day, we didn't, we didn't have all this training stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All this training stuff and starter zones and... Get out there, get killed. Yeah. And if, if you get killed, pick yourself up and go out there again. Yeah. And it was uphill both and, ways. We we sat there. We we had pity on them. You know, yeah. they're 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 in the side. You know, in the sidewinders. Yeah, you know, we had pity on them. We sat when there you, and we put it. When put you them get in the killed with us, 
less than 24 hours later, they're sitting there and they're flying around Asp Explorers now. Yeah. You know, hauling 88 pieces of cargo. And I'm going, it, it took, took me, me almost a year to do that. It took me months yeah. to get an Asp. It took me months. like six months to get my first Asp. Yeah. <laughs> Then I get my ass handed to me. Get your ass oh, oh, just beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, ah, so is is that it? You've been sitting in because it's too cold outside. You've been sitting in playing Elite then. Yeah, we've put in a lot of hours this week. <laughs> you keep saying we. Have you got somebody else helping you out? I've I've got I've got myself and uh -huh. uh, my my son uh, oh, Dark good. Wolf, who is a, a member of the squadron. Yes. And then I've got uh, uh, Commander Pierceivic, uh, uh, who is also a member of the squadron. Yes. And then, uh, like I said, we got two two other new commanders that have uh, just started this week. That uh, yeah. we're, we're trying to get them up to 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 maybe be a trucker. And cool pilots. Co pilots, which will be the dogs. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Instead of co pilots, <laughs> co pilots, which are the translators dogs. Translators of L7. Yes, translator of L7, clean up. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, my, my dog was going nuts. I think Dark Wolf has just arrived home, so the dog is ah. home. Yay! That's all good then. And with that, I'll say for the mug. For the mug. 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 So, Litho, are we going to have the same conversation we had before the show started? <clears throat> no, it's Tuesday. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. <clears throat> so, how was your? Oh, no way! It's due to me, isn't it? So, how yeah. was my Christmas? No way! It's due to me. How was my Christmas? No. How oh was no! Mine? I'm asking you. How was your Christmas? It was fine, thanks. I told you earlier. Yeah, I know. No, I had a very good Christmas, but I've had very little gaming time, unfortunately. What? I know, it's terrible. We've been doing things like socialising with friends and family and, and uh, each other in the house, and it's just, mm -hmm. it's just awful. You know, the best we, way to fix that is just turn off the uh, turn off the internet and just wait by the router, and everybody will come to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Everybody would come to me and hit me if I did that. Yeah. The internet went down the other day, and my... Family seem like reasonably nice people. Until the internet went there. <laughs> but, yeah, like everybody else, I'm uh, getting over that cold that's going around. So if I suddenly go quiet, it means I'm hitting mute to avoid being <clears throat> the, the one that coughs on mic loudly, rather than just a bit of a throat clear. So I do apologise if I'm too slow on the mute button at any point. I've fortunately avoided that. Oh, good. You should be socialising even less. Have you generally yeah, been at home? Of... Um, we have <laughs> been visiting family, visiting in-laws. Locally? Uh, about 40 miles up the road, so mm. relatively locally. You know the Next... difference between in-laws and outlaws, don't you? Go on. Outlaws are wanted. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Moving swiftly on. Yeah, I've... Coughing again. I've got a, a fleet carrier loaded up with about 100 mugs and 100 gin, and I haven't had time to unload it anywhere yet. In a fleet carrier? You could put that in a in a python. 
Yeah, I know, but I meant to get more than that, and that was as far as I got. And what happened? Um, the doorbell rang, as far as I remember, and Christmas no, started. That was Sean's sound effect. It was. Uh... Yeah, maybe. So yeah, I'm hoping this weekend, or between now and the weekend if I'm lucky, to uh, get back in a ship and fly around and do some stuff and things. But I haven't uh, even done the uh, DeSantis delivery stuff. It's terrible. So how, how long do we have cab on that? Is it is it finished already? Who knows about I these things? I think they said it was running until January. Okay. And what do you have to do for our listeners? Uh, pick up some presents, decode a beacon, solve some fairly unsubtle hints as to where you should be going, and uh, right. drop off presents in places. And where do you start this thing? I can't remember. Uh, Read Galnet News. Um, is it yeah, frost it's Frost Dock in, frost um, in some um, system or other. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is it not Jilbalba it, or something? The, I don't think I've done my mic It's only until the 5th of January. Thanks, Lossie. Um, and it's Frost Dock in some system or other. Jilbalba. Jilbalba. Yeah. Do you want that spelled? <laughs> no, we'll... Uh... We can, we can ask in our... Yeah, it's, it's in, it's in Galnet. You look up the article in Galnet. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, spoilers. N-J-A-M-B-A-L-B-A. Yes. Jambalba. Spelt exactly how it sounds. And it's pronounced exactly how it's spelt. So yeah, you pick up some of the rare good there, which are presents. You uh, scan the beacon to find the six clues. And you deliver the presents a little late, but that's probably because of the postal strikes. You don't get, um, there's not a green combat sweater in it again, is there? Probably. That is one of the... It's, it's, it's that sort of level. Rewards. Although yeah. I believe there are tens of millions of credits on one of them as well. Mm. Okay. Although you may have to do a delivery that's um, further <laughs> away than the average station. Yeah. Ah, that one. That's 0. 0.22 times further than the average <clears throat> Mm. Yeah, that's why we're getting so many people into hunting at the moment. Yeah. Some, some, somebody there was cruel and sent a letter to Satan. I mean, Santa. <laughs> Sorry, my spelling's a bit off. <laughs> so um, you, you, you've done that or you're going to? No, it's, 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 it's on my list before delivering mugs and gin. Which is another excuse I'll have for next green room to say why I haven't delivered any mugs and gin yet. Speaking of which, what are you about to deliver some more? I'm just coming into Garner Relay right now. Congratulations! <laughs> but yeah, it's been fairly quiet here for me since last green room, so I think it's just for the gin. I mean, mug. Yes, mug, 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 gin. So, Flossie, how are yes. you feeling? Oh, well, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad? No. Recovering? Is it? Is this the after well, or the no, before? This is just, it just really started today. Apart from the um, sort of runny nose and sneezing, which I had <clears throat> nearly a week ago, and then just disappeared. Jesus. And then today I started with this cough. And that's weird. <laughs> I thought I got away with it. That's not good. No, it's Are not. you wrapped up warm? Are you heavily medicated? I'm not medicated. Well, are you apart from beer. <laughs> I was um, going to say, the next thing was on the list was going to be alcohol. 
I'm wrapped up in a, um, one of these electric blankets that goes right round you. So, yeah, Ooh, I'm wrapped nice. up warm, yeah. <laughs> um, Gotta get me one of them. Oh, yeah, they're brilliant. I just, uh, I have to sort of wear it, which means every time I want, need to get up to go to the loo or go to the kitchen, I have to take it all off. But at least it's warm. Do you get, get, get. <laughs> I, I do have clothes on underneath it. Yeah, get a longer <laughs> extension lead. <laughs> it in the bathroom. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Flossie? Oh, let's see. I did some of the um, the Christmas stuff, uh, delivering the presents on a few different commanders. And then well, I was getting a bit bored of that and I wasn't really sure what to do. I ended up going into Warcraft and playing a bit on there. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Yeah. Need all my usual friends deserted me, so <laughs> I went to where uh, I thought, well, sorry, I'll play World of Warcraft instead. <laughs> I'm struggling with flying dragons, but never mind. Oh, I love them. I, I cannot like, get enough of them. I love, I love them, but it's when you have to do these special things like fly through all these rings to get to the top of that mountain. I said, like, what? Yeah, I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> all the all the aerial it's tricks and the spins. And... I'm steering with my mouse and you have to click these buttons to go up and along with the mouse. And I can't do both at the same time. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm stuck with it a bit there. Sounds like you need two mice. Two mice, yeah. <laughs> you could have three. I'm sure at one point I had, I had them on uh, keys on the keyboard, but I can't find any that work now. It just seems to be a mouse click. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. So you, you didn't spend much time in Elite Dangerous? <laughs> Not this week. <laughs> nah. Um, the last week I did all the Christmassy stuff, so... Been a bit of both, really. No, you know what I saw in the in the sort of couple of weeks up to Christmas. People logging on, and then thirty seconds later they would log off again. Oh well, yeah, that so was just grabbing the their Christmas yeah. arcs. Yes, yes, I did that with all with yeah. um, my characters and all of, of his characters as well. Mm. So I was doing twelve different commanders every day. Jeez. <laughs> Only, the twelve um, every days of Christmas. The first, the mm. first one, they had the flipping video going at the beginning every time I'd logged in anyone and I'd left it a bit late so uh, it was getting on a bit it's sort of the last 20 minutes or so and I had a couple left of the rubbies to do and I said I can't do anything till this video's finished you and know I if actually... you just click if you hit escape it stops no it doesn't you have to watch it at least once on each character oh god so that's a I hadn't logged on on these characters, so I'd never seen them, and I had to sit through <laughs> them. And he, he actually missed out on two of them because they just ran out of time. <laughs> oh, never mind. I got them the rest of the times. So, anyway. Anyway, um, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd better call it then today for the mug. Okay. Mug. 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 Hello, Mia. What have you been doing? Hello. Hello. I've been doing all right. I've been doing all right. Um, the search for um, the search for power Spock. regulators goes ever onwards. Um, 
I'm just trying to get my last suit upgraded, my um, my Artemis suit to level five now. So I've got it at level four. I'm just looking to get it to level five, and I'm I'm short by a few power regulators, a couple other bits and bobs. I need some suit schematics and things as well. But uh, so I've been working on that, just kind of trying to do missions and things, and you know. Yeah. You ever thought how, some weird it, with all this with all the upgrading these suits? How can you actually walk in them? They must be power assisted, surely. Otherwise, they'd be heavy, wouldn't they? I've got all this stuff, but well, I can't stand up. Well, I mean, it's upgraded, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's heavier. But, oh, the upgrade makes it lighter. <laughs> yeah, well, especially the atmosphere. I mean, it's things like you know, it's it's things like the shield gets better and the. The oxygen gets better and things like that, you know. So it doesn't necessarily mean it gets heavier. I can see that with the uh, with the Dominator suit, yeah. You can see that because the armor gets better mm -hmm. and things like that. So, yeah. So I've been doing that. I've been upgrading the last of my suits and trying to find some wee bits and pieces for upgrading weapons while I'm going about it and things like that as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's been good fun. Been keeping myself busy. Um. And that's pretty much it. I had to I had less time than I thought because of Christmas and things like that. But yeah, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. So uh, yeah, that's it for the bug. Mug. 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 So Amelia, how have you yes. been? Me. Um, I'm good. You? Yeah, good. Released any good books recently? Not yet. I'm in the middle of writing one though. <laughs> It's a, it's a long process, a lot longer than I expected. It's my first book, though, so um, try not to well, follow. First try not book. to follow a lot. The, the, try not to mouth all the words as you write them down. That's that'll speed it up. Yeah, that's the trick. That's the key. Is not to mouth the, the words. I thought the second book was supposed to be difficult. Well, I mean, I've written bits of books, novel. you know, but this one's just all me. And there's Ooh. there's it's very difficult not to fill it with puns. I don't know what Why you're are you trying not to? Because it's Surely meant to be a serious point. book. <laughs> you're writing the wrong book, then. That's the problem. I know, right? <laughs> but um, who no, is this that's, Philip, I mean... and why has he got puns? What? <laughs> I mean, I haven't. Uh, over Christmas, I didn't get the chance to to write anything of the book, so I'm going to spend um, some time over the New Year, um, especially New Year's Day. I think I'm going to hunker down and get some of that done. But my Christmas was spent mostly enjoying the insane amounts of food and drink that only Christmas can provide. Yeah, that that's what Christmas is for. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, even tonight I had a massive Cajun boil. Have you ever had a Cajun seafood boil? Nope. It's the best thing in the galaxy. It's well, just even like... better than all the rest. Yep, it's the best thing in the galaxy. Just flat, best thing. It's like corn, shrimp, crab, um, potatoes, spice. It's just butter. It's really good. It's just the best thing. Just Googling this and it does look good. And you just get a heap of it. And you sort mm. of like just bury your face in the heap and that's it. <laughs> good way to enjoy food. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, mead, you know. Because mead. Mm, oh, mead. mead. It's been years since I had mead. Oh, um, I always keep a, a dozen or so bottles of mead in the house at any one time so you can have a selection like. Oh. you got blueberry meads and um, wow. honey from different parts of the world. And it's really good. We, we, we have beers, wines, ciders, assorted spirits, but we haven't got any mead in. 
I will need, need to get to, you a I bottle need to of fix mead. that. Need to fix that. Yeah, I feel I think the need for mead. For mead. <laughs> feel the need for mead. It's better than the need for Swede when you run out of veg at Christmas dinner. Oh, and I, I, I increased my. I, I increased my fossil collection over the Christmas as well, so Ooh. that's good. Oh, what'd you get? Oh, you invited Sean round. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, he's come back. I was waiting for that. One. <laughs> um, I, I, nothing spectacular. Just, just a 185 million year old bivalve. Wow. Whatever you nothing do, don't, special. don't, don't confuse it with the seafood in the boil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a stone oyster. That sounds like a load of old mollusks. But yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying Christmas and unfortunately I haven't been able to get online, which means no Elite Dangerous, so. But I have been sporting the Frontier jacket, so, you know, with the Frontier Ooh. logo on the back. It's like my, fa my, my favourite um, jacket at the moment, so that's, I love it. Got any good selfies in it? No, I, I'm not a photo taker. I, I, you know, the only time yeah, photos you'll ever get of me is, yeah, the only time I get photos is when someone else is there to take them. And of course, we've been, we've been kind of not very Too sociable. Too close to each other for that, yeah. 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 yeah so, I need to check one of mine. <laughs> yeah, no photos. Sorry. I will. Well. But yeah, other than all of them, all of that stuff, I'll just have to say, for the mug. For the mug? On the mug. 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 And Harry Balzac. Oh. I'll view a bit. For the first time in a very long time, I'm going to say, well, I did a lot more Elite than I have done probably over the last two years. I did an afternoon's worth. Wow, that <laughs> yeah, is a long time for you. But, yes, I had to... I, my, some of my guests had to uh, leave earlier, which left what my wife working with, with, with her sister on something, so there was there was nothing for me to do. For the oh, no, they've, they've gone up there, failed car, failing its MOT, so father home to take daughter to work um, an hour's <laughs> drive away, so uh, he didn't come back. So he was at home playing Elite, which meant he wasn't taking all my computer up, so so I could get an Elite on, on my computer instead of him doing it. So, um, so yes, so I, that's why I went in. I went out to Hutton. I went loaded up, and I went and did as much as I could with my Python. I did a four, did 14... Muggings and oh, ginnings, and then ginning. ran out and ran out of time at that point. But I really, really enjoyed doing that. That was that was <coughs> great fun. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I'm sure well, I read yeah. somewhere yeah. that he went, got off often. Mm. <laughs> went 45. I seem to recall. From, was it only Fleet Carrier? Was that not you? No, it wasn't me. I picked. I picked up um, 40. There was a. It's 45 and 14. So I've, I picked up 45 ah. mugs ah, and 14 yeah, gins. So, but so I did. Yep. I did 14 systems. Uh, and, and so I still had still got the other mugs left, so uh, uh, I might Mug. find somewhere. I, thought, I was looking, I, if I, I ran out of time to look for a lopsided system, but of course the the problem is since the allocation is always going to be more for mugs than gin, it's mm. more likely yeah. that you, you you it's unlikely you'll find very many systems with gin and no mug. So I might if I get time, I might go and hunt somebody down with a fleet carrier. No. Anyway, but I was that was that was great fun. So I I very very much enjoyed that. So for the first time in a very long time, I've been able to uh, join in with the conversation. Uh, so I will stop now and say for the mug, for the mug. Thank you, mug, mug. <laughs>
Right, and it's me now to speak to Chicks. How you doing? Oh. Are you back from the valleys yet? Uh, no, I'm still in West Britain. You're still in West Britain? Oh, mm. is it only black and white internet out there then? Oh, no, it's... Uh, well, I, <laughs> I... I had a bit of a complaint to uh, whichever provider we have at the moment. And the, right. the, the guy was very good and he told he sent a, a message to the do bit what's it and uh flip to they did whatever and they you know and mm -hmm. it's been better. Oh that's good. That I mean it's something. still not like it's still not like a gig in London, fiber optic and all that, but it's it's yeah. it's they gave me some better bean tins and string. Nice. But it's nice. Been, it's been reliable for a change. Yeah well that's good. Good. So you you had a bit of gaming time then, bit of elite time. Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've been in elite a reasonable amount, but as you heard in the news, I've been doing a bit of a lot of ground combat. Yes, Ooh. I haven't done that yet. Ah, yeah, this is in a, this is in Warzone though. So uh, the new Warzone came out in oh, ah. end of November, December. Oh, right, okay, and uh, it's very good. Um, as a, I suppose I mean, it's it's DMZ, which I quite like the sound of, but of course, being British, it should be DMZ. Yes. Um, yes. Which is a great mode where you go in as a team of three and you go into this <clears throat> undisclosed Middle Eastern city mm. and carry out missions and stuff. Then you've got to get get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper at the end and expo. So it's that's I've been. <clears throat> Doing that a fair bit as well. Oh, that sounds good. And I've been hanging curtains and I've been fixed, uh, installing gutters and unblocking gutters and all the usual mm. shit. Sewing yeah. up window frames. That that I, spaceship is going to look <clears> lovely <throat> when it's finished, though. I even painted my cement mixer. <laughs> if you're looking for a euphemism. Yeah, <laughs> paints his own cement mixer, you know. I did. It's not Christmas unless you paint your own cement mixer. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'd be doing a jigsaw. Oh, I like jigs. I've been doing a three D jigsaw in my Oculus. I've got a two thousand piece jigsaw, Ooh. right? Um, which is what? <clears throat> it's it's a sort of a mountain lake forest scene. Oh no, it's not got a mountain reflected in a lake, is it? Yeah, there's that. That's there's, gonna be a bloody shit loads of sky, shitloads of green, shitloads of mountain, shitloads yeah. of lake. Yeah. And it's it's a metre wide. You by... do realise you're not Ooh. actually reversing entropy when you do that, don't you? <clears throat> <laughs> um so it's what, it's like a metre by eight hundred or some seven hundred. It's massive. Right, okay, that sounds massive. I had to I had to take two jigsaw boards together to uh, to get it get it all to fit. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. Um, yeah, how, far, how far through it are you? Uh, uh, Have you done the four corners and all the edges yet? Done the not finished the edges, but done the four corners because of course yeah. I'm, I don't think we're going to finish it. So I'm going to put all the bits I've done onto one board and then fold it in half and shove it under the sofa. Because it won't fit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I need to. Gangs. I need to sort of make it more compact, put it yeah. away for a couple of months and yeah. take it up again and maybe next time I'm here. Wow. So, yeah, loads of cooking, loads of trips to the beach. 
Of course. Well, you see trips to the beach like it's something, you know, load the car up, let's all go. It's at the back of your house. Yeah, I know, but it's, look, go to the beach every day. Apart from the days it was raining horizontally and it was like 50 mile an hour wind. <laughs> Apart from the day when the beach get blown away. Well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have, um, on the back of the beach is a golf course and over a series of years, the, the golf club has tr- tried to protect various holes on the on the golf course by installing these gabion baskets. And there was, oh, yeah. there was double stack ones and there's triple stack ones and... And it's interesting mm-hmm. every year watching the sea absolutely smash these things. <laughs> you know, you think, is it oh. just is it just a bunker now? Is it eighty? Well, the golf course is still there, but it's it steadily gets panned. And you watch on a cycle of probably about eight years, all the sand because the beach is a mile and a half long. Hmm. So you watch all the sand steadily move down the beach, and then it disappears for like three years. And nobody's like, "Where's all the sand gone?" And then it slowly reappears at the other end of the beach, you know, where it, where it first started. It's, yeah. it's quite cool. And you just you go, hang on, but these stones weren't here before. Where are these stones come? Of course, they were always there. Yeah, but they were just buried under the sand. So you can watch this process. It's on a cycle of sort of seven or eight years. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, <clears throat> interesting. So geology aside. Well, four hundred three hundred seventy-five, four hundred twenty-five million years. Yeah, yeah. Under the coast, the rocks in the coast. Geology aside. Geology aside, anything else going on? That's some nice schist. Um, well, there's enough already, isn't there? Yeah, that's loads. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying no. to wrap this up, but you need to see the thing before. We... Yeah, follow the mug. Mug. Lovely. Thank you, everybody. Let shall we just run back up? Run back up into our little room. Somebody needs to help me with the door handle. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll talk to you in a few seconds. I know you can't reach. Go. Mm. I think we're all back here. We've... Yes. Everybody's yeah. where they should yeah, be. We're back. Lovely. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but we're all back here. Well, that's <laughs> really a wrap for 3308 then, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Well, will humanity mm-hmm. survive to the end of 3309? Mm-hmm. Will do we, we be in little green a... cages? I don't know. Do we, do we think on reflection it was a better year than 3307? It was an exciting one. I mean, let's yeah. not talk about 3306. No, let's not talk about that one. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> no, no. But I'm pretty sure that humanity will survive to the end of 3309. You last a really long time in deep freeze in a, in a life pod. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> in Thog's freezer. Yes, well, we will have to see. I mean, whether we get killed off in-game or out-of-game, we'll find out, won't we? Yes. <laughs> well, Indeed. What a decent end to the year. Thanks to everybody for joining us in the green room. Thanks to everybody who's listened and watched and all that stuff. <clears throat> I think it only remains for... I still have a one working year drum, so I think it only remains for us to um, say... Furthermore! Furthermore! Furthermore. Mug. Furthermore. Have a happy new year. 
journey too long, or cargo too small. Profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading all the teen out to the brim with the rest for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, everybody's seen the trucker song. Flossy always seems to crash into the sun Skibble likes to pile it on the Xbox One Helping out the free, you know it leads us well Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yeah. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the hunting trucker song. For the more, for the more, for the more. You know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the hunting trucker song. Give me a large path that I can land on And I'll give you cargo and sing you my song No point twenty-two light years to go Cruising to what? No journey too long No cargo too small The profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud, like you don't even care for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the Everybody sing the and chuck us all for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more. Everybody sing the and chuck song. Ladies and gentlemen, we're very sorry, but that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?
seamless.